Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Good morning and welcome to the Fourth Watch Prophetic Prayer Come. Um this morning we are going to be reading from Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter seven. Second Chronicles chapter seven. If you would find that scripture and I'll return in just a moment. Second Chronicles chapter seven is our scripture reading.
Okay, good morning, and welcome again to the Fourth Watch Prophetic Prayer Call. I thank God for all of you all that are on the call here on TalkShoot for your uh, patience. Amen. As we prepare to go into our reading uh, this morning, and then we'll go into our time of prayer. Um, We're going to be talking about prayer. Uh, Amen. Talking about prayer on this morning and the significance of prayer as it relates to the glory of God, the fire of God, the perfect will, the plan of God, the move of God, uh, that prayer is significant, significant uh, in our lives. Uh, anytime you want a change, need a change, looking for a change, uh, we need to come away uh, focus and on purpose have a time of prayer. Amen, amen. Uh, good morning to those that are joining us on Facebook. Uh, Ms. Veronica Prayer, Ms. Chevelle, yes, God bless you. Ms. Mika Jeffries, God bless you this morning. Ms. Quilisha Covington, good morning to you. Uh, Ms. Madonna Hayes, amen. Mr. Philip Foster, God bless everyone, all of you as you're coming on. Um, we are, our scripture reading is the book of Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles chapter seven. Good morning, Miss Sherryon Cogbill. God bless you. God bless you as you're coming uh, on the call. As I was saying, prayer is very, very necessary. It is necessary um, for anything, particularly, of course, in the kingdom of God. Anything you are looking to aspiring to uh, any change that you're wanting, uh, all of that is just wrapped away, tucked away into prayer, into that time in the face of God and spending time uh, with him in communion, uh, offering your sacrifice of time and love and uh, just uh, way in the presence of the Lord will bring forth fruit, definitely bring forth fruit. God bless you, Mother Walls. Um, Minister uh, Shrey, uh, I see everyone as we're coming. Miss uh, Denise Douglas, amen. Denise Douglas, Mother Gola, uh, all of you all. All right, let's go into our reading. Second Chronicles, Second Chronicles, chapter seven. Uh, this is um, Solomon. Solomon has completed uh, t- the temple building, uh, the temple for God. Uh, we know the story there uh, that relates uh, to that, uh, that God has moved from the tent to the temple. Uh, this is a dispensational or significant, I should say, a significant change uh, that is or has occurred, amen, uh, as this move has uh, occurred in the kingdom, amen, amen. All right, I'm sorry, let me just kind of... I walk and talk here for a moment, having a little problem. I just noticed um, my batteries is about out, so I have to get something before we go forward even the more. So please bear with me again for just a moment, just a moment. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah.
out there for your patience. Almost uh, ready again. Um, we want our batteries to be out in the midst of prayer. In the name of Jesus, uh, we want to be charged uh, in the things of the Lord. Uh, praise the name of the Lord. But as we were uh, discussing the necessity or the it's crucial, crucial um, that uh, we have our time of prayer, amen, in order to be effective, uh, to be effective in the name of Jesus, in order to be effective in everything that we do, we must have that place of prayer. And when you do your study or um, do your research, uh, then you will see that all throughout uh, the kingdom of God all throughout, whenever God was ready to do something, whenever a shift happened, whenever revival came, whenever a movement, whenever there was a difference, uh, uh, God, the people gathered, uh, they called the fast, they pulled themselves aside, and they began to pray. They began to pray. So prayer is powerful. It is powerful, and we cannot miss that it is a benefit of the kingdom and it's a benefit of heaven that God has given us. And it is not a religious, uh, not just a ceremonial type of thing. No, it is power. It is power. And we must realize that and uh, stay in the face of God, stay in that place of seeking him and crying out uh, to him. Amen. Amen. All right. So we're going to go now. We're reading in the book of Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7, uh, as we said earlier, uh, that this is uh, Solomon uh, has um, completed the temple. He has built the temple. His father, David, was the one originally God had, uh, he had the idea in the heart to do this. He has completed the, uh, the temple, and he's done all of the things to prepare the temple. And we go into chapter 7. It says, now, when Solomon had made an end of praying, so even in the process, we see that prayer and all of these things went uh, forth before time. Now he's about to enter into the temple, and Solomon begins to pray. Not only is he praying, he is leading the people in a time of prayer. He's brought the people together for a place in a time of prayer. And we cannot, we cannot get away from prayer in the body of Christ, in the church, amen. It is a tactic. It is a tactic of the enemy. Let me just say that. It is definitely a tactic of the enemy to move the people of God, to move uh, the church, the church as a whole, the body of Christ, away from prayer, away from prayer individually in your home, away from prayer, consecrated uh, uh, prayer, uh, prayer where people come together in the church. Uh, the enemy will always try to fight that and disperse 
disperse and break that up in the name of Jesus. All right, so now Solomon has finished. It said, now when Solomon had made an end of praying, look what happened. The fire came down. Amen. Hallelujah. We were just talking about fire fire coming down on um, on Monday, uh, the fire of God. But look at from a place of prayer, it brought forth the fire of God. I'm talking about true prayer, okay, not religious prayer, not just repeating repetitive things over and over again. This is heartfelt prayer. This is prayer that comes from a sincere heart. It comes from a passion down deep on the inside. In Amen. It is something uh, that comes up and it literally just begins to bubble up out of your belly. It's not something that you memorize. It's not something that you think about per se, but out of your heart, out of your belly, it just begins to flow. It says when Solomon had made an end of praying, the type of prayer we want. Once he had finished that, it said, then the fire came down from heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, in the Old Testament, the enemies of the children of Israel, they knew, they knew when they could attack the children of God. They knew when the children of God were at a vulnerable point. Because, see, in the Old Testament, uh, they were out and were in uh, the tent. This is before they got into the tabernacle, but in the tent. When they were in the tent, the tent was set up in the holy place, in the outer court, holy place, in the holy of holies. Well, uh, just a quick little lesson there. We know that in the holy of holies is where the Shekinah dwelt. It's where the glory of God was. It was the meeting place of the high priest where he came once a year and he showed up and he encountered God. But yet the glory was there every day out in the tabernacle and the there was the responsibility of the priests. The priests, remember, in the Old Testament, only certain people could come before God. And there were appointed people that would come before God on behalf of the people. That was the priests and the high priest. So the priests would come in and they would take the offerings and the sacrifices from the people and they would bring it in and they would do the burnt offerings and do all of these things according to the plan, according to the instructions of the directions that God had given unto Moses. But when the people slacked up, when the priests failed to do what they were supposed to do, my God, when the high priest failed to do what he was supposed to do, when the priest didn't do the sacrifice, the offerings and all of these things, then there was no fire, my God. If there is no fire, there is no power. So when the fire and the uh, the different sacrifices were not I brought four, and there was no fire. That's how the enemies knew. As long as they saw the fire, my God, as long as they saw the Shekinah over the tent, they saw the glory of God. As long as they saw that they knew that they could not touch the people because they knew that God was in the midst of them. They knew that God was in the camp, and they knew no matter what they did, no matter what type of strategy, no matter how they came, a 
tried to come against the children of God. They knew as long as they saw that glory, as long as they saw the fire, that they would be defeated because God would fight on the people's behalf, my God. And so, even so, uh, uh, likewise, now the enemy knows when there is no prayer, when there is no fire, when there is nothing, when we have not uh, been in the presence of the Lord. Here comes the arsenal of attack. Here he come against because he assumes or he looks and knows that there is a place of weakness and the attack come. But as long as we are seeking the face of God in prayer, prayer is that time of coming before the present. Prayer is that time of communion. It's the time of talking to God and allowing God to talk back to you. And when your prayer life is cut off and when your time of prayer has been diminished or have been cut out altogether, then the enemy in the spirit sees that and will try to come out against us in the name of Jesus. So now, Second uh, uh, Chronicles chapter 7, it said, now when Solomon had made an end of praying for an uh, 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 end of praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and look what happened. And the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Amen. Amen. This is again uh, the tent. We know this something similar happened with Moses and with uh, 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 what is his name? Aaron. Moses and Aaron. And the same thing happened when they constructed the tent. When the tent was constructed then and they did everything the way God said then the fire. It came from heaven and the fire was there. But once the fire came it was the responsibilities of the priests to keep the fire going. Amen. When we accept Jesus as Lord, there is a fire that comes down. We see that in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, when they were all seated, uh, seated together and they were praying and it says a rushing wind came and the fire, the Holy Ghost set up on them with cloven tongues of fire. So whenever there is an initiation in the spirit where God is doing something when they first, we first get filled with the Holy Ghost, when the tent was first constructed, fire came from heaven. When the temple was completed and filled and set up, fire came down from heaven as they prayed. So the fire initially comes from heaven, but it is us. It is the priests of God. The Bible tells us in 1 Kings that we are priests and kings, kings and priests of the Most High God, all of us. So now it is our responsibility to keep the fire burning, to keep the fire going. How do you keep that fire going? By prayer, by meeting God at the altar, the altar of prayer. What is the altar? Not just in the church or open space in front of the pulpit. Yes, that is the altar, but the altar is your meeting place. It is your place with God. Help us, God. I heard the Holy Ghost bring to mind the scripture of Elijah. Elijah with Elijah in the book of Kings that talked about the altar of God had been torn down. 
it had been torn down that the place in the meeting place of God is in shambles and as I said that I saw that we must guard the place of the altar in our lives we must guard our meeting place with God don't let nothing block you nothing stop you we need to reconstruct the altar the altar in our home the altar in our lives the meeting place with God my God help us Lord see we can't meet more in public than we do in private he said we must reconstruct the altar our secret place in the name of Jesus our secret place of prayer our meeting place with God in the name of Jesus and so in this place here in the book of uh, Second Chronicles chapter 7 uh, Solomon has built and constructed this temple and it said after he ended prayer that there the fire came down from heaven and not only did the fire come down it said and it consumed the burnt offering and sacrifices and the glory of the Lord hallelujah I can stay right there in the glory of the Lord it filled the house that's how the house that's how your temple is filled in the meeting place of God spend time in the presence of the Lord shutting yourself away from everything in everything crying out unto the Lord God Almighty in the name of Jesus and offering your sacrifices. What is your sacrifices? Not the same as in the Old Testament. We are not required to kill bulls and goats and bring in lambs, but we are required to crucify the flesh. We are required to offer the sacrifice of our time. We are required to offer the sacrifices of praise. There are offerings that we must bring before the most high God in the name of Jesus and God is crying out our hearts are crying out God is saying build me an altar again reconstruct my Sunday reconstruct the altar again come again meeting place with me I hear them crying out come away come back unto God reconstruct your altar by your meeting place with God in the name of Jesus not doing it out of routine not just doing it just to be doing something not just doing it uh, my God out of uh, uh, out of religion out of tradition uh, uh, I'm talking about with passion I'm talking about with fire I'm talking about I'm talking about with a sincere heart knowing that you are meeting Alpha Omega you are meeting the true God, the living God, my God. We've got to get serious about this thing called prayer, called communion, seeking God. Help me, Holy Ghost. I get excited right here because it is a crucial place. If the enemy can come against you, the first way in the first place, if you want to know when the enemy is trying to trap you, trying to trip you up, watch your prayer life. When you see 
that your time has become mundane, that you slipped away, that you begin to fall asleep, that your prayer time has become diminished. It is an assailant, an attack of hell that is coming against your life, that is coming against your purpose and your call, that is coming against the will of God for your life. He comes to eat away at your prayer. He comes to eat away at your secret place. He comes to get you so busy that you don't have time to meet God at the altar. But I hear the Lord say, come and construct the altar again. Construct the altar. Reignite again the fire in the secret place of the Most High God. Come back, come back, come back again in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. My God, glory to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Here in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 2, it said, The priest could not enter. See, in this place right here, talking about praying, about an altar, about spending time in the presence of the Lord, where the fire of God is, my God. In this place, tears fall. In this place, weeping occurs. In this place the fallow ground is broken up. In this place my God weeping in this place my God there's something different here. We're not talking about the other of Jesus have mercy the prayers of the Pharisees. That's not the type of prayer. I'm talking about heart wrenching prayer. I'm talking about seeking God crying out where you don't worry about what you sound like, where you're not concerned with what everybody else is doing. I'm talking about shut away, in the spirit, in the name of Jesus. Solomon is building the temple, but the Lord is saying to us this morning, rebuild the altars of Akata because fire, that's where fire, I hear him saying, rebuild my altar, the meeting place, your meeting place with God. Reset your time. Reset your reset the place that he called you aside to pray. The time that he's given you. Don't let the alarm clock go off and we turn over. Don't let the alarm clock even of our belly go off and we keep sleeping. Rebuild your altar. This is the time now to seek the face of the Lord like never before. He said when the altar was constructed, the fire came down from heaven and it consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices and the glory of the Lord. My God, somebody said the glory of the Lord. And the glory of the Lord filled the temple. It filled the house. You don't get glory without prayer. And the glory of the Lord, my shataraba, it filled the temple. And the priest, my God, those that were trying to navigate the house of God, those that were trying to run the house of God. When the glory show up, everybody hit the floor. When the the priests are kingda, the leaders are not excused from prayer. The fivefold ministers, the apostles, the prophets, pastors, evangelists, the teachers, nobody is excused from prayer. It says when you pray, when you seek the face of God, when you come into the presence of the Lord, it said even the priests, the those that were given charge of the house. It said the priests are kata. There's something right there. Even the priests have
had to bow. Even the priests could not do what they normally do. The glory came in and took over. We want the glory. We're crying out. For the manifestation where the glory is in the place of seeking the faith of Almighty God. It's in the place of the construction of the altar. I keep hearing that. Rebuild me an altar. Get back to prayer. I hear the Lord say, come on back in the prayer closet, in the prayer room. I hear the Lord in the churches, build me an altar. Don't do things around prayer. Build prayer. It's prayer, my God, that brings forth the glory in anything and everything that we do. In the name of Jesus, it says, and the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. My God, how many agreeing with me right there? We want the glory to fill the Lord's house. And the way that it fills the houses, the churches, the glory must have filled the houses of the people of God. Somebody need to cry out, say, God, fill my house even the more with the glory, my that my flesh don't rule anymore, that I don't do what I want to do, feel with the glory that my flesh come under subjection to the glory of God. Hallelujah. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. I just saw the smoke. I just saw the smoke of the glory. That the glory would be so thick that we can't even stand. That we can't do our own agenda. That we can't go through our own little programs and plan. The glory is so thick. In the name of Jesus. And it says that when all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down. My God, fire and glory shows up together. And when the fire came down and the glory of the Lord uh, uh, upon the house, they bowed themselves. See, when the true glory comes in, as we prayed and sought the face of the Lord, uh, you'll never have to instruct people to bow. You'll never have to instruct people to cry. When the glory shows up, flesh begins to bow. Flesh automatically will prostrate itself. When the real glory, in that place of prayer, my God, you don't have to instruct people to cry or worship or even to lift their hands. They'll begin to lift them when they're broken, when the altars have been repaired, when the altars have been built in the houses of the people, when the altars in the personal prayer lives of people, when the altars are reconstructed in the churches, my God, you don't have to even direct the service. The glory will take over. And when the children of Israel saw how the fire came down, in the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed themselves with their faces to the ground upon the pavement. They were 
prostrate. They stressed out. Nobody told them nothing. The fear and trembling of an awesome God came upon them, and they began to bow. They began to prostrate. Even your flesh would tell you, to bow. And see, there is a place. Yes, we're talking about prayer, but we always there talking about glory. You don't get glory without prayer, without being consecrated, without being set aside, without being broken in the place of prayer. Things, when you're there, then the glory just comes. It just comes. You don't have to conjure it up. You don't have to make it happen. When the glory comes, when people have prayed and have sought the Lord in their personal life, in their homes, and then they come together and do it in the temple, then even those that have not done it, when the glory fills the temple in your church or wherever you are, the people that have missed the prayer place, the people where their altars have been uh, torn down, when you come together and have constructed and walked in the places that God have assigned, the glory can be an overflow, an overflow, an overflow. And even those that have not been praying, their flesh will become broken. Tears will begin to flow, will begin to come because of the overflow of the glory in your life from seeking the face of God. And when the glory and when the glory is released there, it will cause others to come. It is even as if to say provoke to jealousy. When the glory it will provoke to jealousy, my God. It will cause people to want to come, to come, to come in. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. The glory of God, the glory of God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Amen, amen. I pray you can hear clearly now. In the name of Jesus, the glory of God. When we come in the presence of the Lord, then we begin to bow. As we bow in his presence, as we seek the face of the Lord, then as we come in, the glory, the glory, the glory, it overflows in the churches. It overflows in the temple. See, when we have spent time in our personal lives, when we spent time in prayer, when we have hosted the glory in your house, we've hosted the glory in your car, then when you get to church, there's no problem with the glory to show up, my God. And when the glory is there, not just on the leader, but on the people, when the glory shows up in the house of God, it will provoke to jealousy those that have not spent time in the prayer closet. It will provoke to jealousy even the overflow of the glory that's on your life. It will consume the room. It will consume the atmosphere. It will cause the people to begin to weep and to cry out. The glory that you carry, it will be released and cause the others to sense that presence and want them to come away, come away in the secret place of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It said that they all hit their faces to the ground upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good for his mercy and do it forever. My God, when the glory shows up, when you spend time in prayer, then you see your frailty. You see your weaknesses. You see how frail you are. You see how 
how things are out of order and you began to cry out not in a prideful state but in a state of knowing I need God in a state of realizing I'm nothing without him in a state of dependency my God in a state of dependency that I need the Lord and you will cry out oh my Lord for he is good and his mercy endured forever why we cry out for mercy because if it had not been for the Lord who is on my side the mercy of God in the place of prayer you come before God in an humble state you come before God bowing you come before God dependent knowing that you need him my God your flesh cries out take me to my God everything in you say if I don't have you I fail if you're not in my life I drop oh my God help me everything in you is crying out God your mercy endured forever because God if it had not been for you I would have been dead I would have been in my grave things would not be as well as they are but the mercy of God it sees that I'm not right but God my shetabah it sees that everything every I had been dotted every T had not been crossed but the mercy the mercy of God yes my Lord they cry out for he is good yes he is good my Lord in his mercy endure it forever in the name of Jesus hallelujah glory to God glory to God let's go to verse 11 in the same chapter and then my God is help me Lord verse 11 we're going to read just a few scriptures here in the name of Jesus verse 11 and then we'll come back it says thus Solomon finished the house of the Lord and the king's house amen and all that came into Solomon's heart to make in the house of the Lord and in his own house he prosperously affected amen so here in the place of prayer it starts with our individual lives there's so much I could say and read in this chapter in the name of Jesus uh, but it is important that we realize uh, that not only when we come together in the church not only when we come together in groups uh, but the altar of your personal prayer life uh, the altar of when the phone is turned off when the internet is shut off uh, when you're not around the people at church. The altar, there's an altar that needs to be in your home. What am I talking about? The altar, your meeting place with God. Clean the cobwebs out. Come, God said, reveal me an altar. Reveal your meeting place. Hallelujah. God, help us. The time that God has assigned you to prayer, don't miss your appointment. Don't miss your appointment. My appointment is not yours. Your appointment is not mine. Don't miss your personal appointment. He said, rebuild your altar. Come back to meeting with God. Come back in the prayer closet of prayer in the word of God. Come back to spend your time. Don't let business push God out. Don't let business move him out of the set time that you come away with him, that you spend in the presence of the Lord. And as you build that altar on your day-to-day time in your personal life, then after 
after a season when you have been there in the set time, the whole point is then eventually you become the altar. And so now everywhere you go, the altar goes with you. And you become in a place where you pray without ceasing. Why? Now you don't have to get away to a room. Now you don't have to come to a certain place. After you built a place, yes, you have your apartment. But all through the day, you are living in a walking altar. You're meeting with God all through the day. He walks with you and he talks with you. He gives you instructions no matter where you are. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, rebuild the altar. Yes, Lord, rebuild our altar. That's what I hear him say. Elijah came and he rebuilt the altars had been torn down. My God, I hear you, Lord. The altars had been torn down for the house of God, but he said, rebuild me an altar. And the way you do it is you start with your own life. Start with your own personal time. Come back in the place of prayer. Come back in the face of God. Come back in the word time. Shut away in your home. Shut away in your time. Don't let nobody interrupt it. Don't let nobody disturb it. Don't let phone calls take you off. Don't let nothing keep you away from that place of rebuilding, a commitment to rebuild your altar, a commitment. That's what God is calling for in us to rebuild the altar of God in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we just thank you this morning. We praise and bless and we honor you, Father, for your instructions. We receive it and we say yes, Lord, to your will in your way. We say yes, Lord, we will obey. Yes, Lord, we come with our hands up. We come out with our hands lifted in surrender. And we say yes, Abba, yes, we will obey, Father. We will rebuild the altar God. Some that have an altar, yes you have it, but there needs to be a building up again. There needs to be a reconstructing. There needs to be more fire on the altar. There needs to be more time of praying. There needs to be more time of praying in your heavenly language. A reconstructing of the altar God. Father, we repent this morning. We come to cry out to you, Father, in every place where we moved away from the altar, in every place where we forsook the altar, in every place where we've allowed the altar to be torn down, in our personal life, in our personal time, in every place, Father, where we've met with people but not with you, in every place where we gathered in the church but not in our home. In every place, Holy Ghost, we repent to you this morning. Forgive us, God, of coming away from the altar, of moving away from our time with you, of moving away at the time in the place of the secret place, Father, of our commitment, Father. Help us to rebuild the altar. A stirring of the fire, a stirring of the flame of God down in our hearts, Father. Oh, I say, my air, I the fire, my a breaking right here in the spirit. We've been too busy. We've been too 
there. Too much around us that has pulled up. Too much busy work. Too many things that our hands have been doing that have moved us from our knees and from our face to the ground. Have moved us from our time. Too much busyness, God. We repent this morning, Father, for moving away from the altar. We repent, God, for not keeping our time in your face. In the name of Jesus, forgive us of every sin that so easily beset us. Forgive us of the sin of prayerlessness. The sin of prayerlessness, God. Forgive us this morning. In the name of Jesus, creating us a clean heart. Renew the right spirit in us right here. Renew us in our home. Renew us in our prayer closet. Renew us in the place of prayer. Renew us as we seek you, God. We don't want to be those that pray eloquent prayers in public. But spin away from your presence. Holy Ghost, release fire, I see fire right there on the heart, in the chambers of your heart now, that's drawing back into the place of the secret place of the Most High. Holy Ghost, we're crying out, help from the sanctuary, strengthen us out of Zion, on our knees and on our face, God, we come to seek you like never before, we need your help, God. Stir up the flames again. Ignite the fire again. Do it by your spirit and power. Remove the staleness. Move the dryness, God. Move even the sleepiness, God. Awaken the glory down in our bellies again. Do it again, Father. Do it by your spirit and power. Holy Ghost fire that'll cause your people to pray like never before. God, we thank you, Lord God, that we can pray in the church. We thank you, Lord God, that we can pray on the internet. We thank you, Lord God, that we can stand before others in prayer. But I hear the Lord. In your personal prayer, in your personal altar, a rebuilding of the individual altars, of the individual temples of God, people of prayer, people that crowd, people that sacrifice, that offer the sacrifice of praise, that offer the sacrifice of their time, that offer before our God, the sacrifice even of obedience, of denying the flesh, God, even the coming away of the fasting, God. The blood of Jesus right there in the spirit against their tracks, God, against the subtlety of the enemy, against the plots of the enemy. We loose the blood right there in the spirit against every entrapment. We call appetites back in the line. People that have just gone, my God, I 
hear it. Just go crazy with eating whatever. I call you back and shut up. You are not your own. A restoring of the altar. I a place of fasting, a place of prayer, a place of laying out in your closet. A rebuild the altar. Come on, Shanda. The power of God is here. The presence of the mighty God. The anointing is here to help you. Father, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you for doing it, Father. 
You said no man come unless you draw. Don't nobody come unless you draw. No man come unless you draw. Here we are this morning as we gather on this line. Draw us by your spirit, God. Woo us by your spirit. And we shall reciprocate. We shall respond. No longer will we not respond. You've been drawing many of us, but we fail to respond. We repent for not responding. No man come unless you draw. We'll not frustrate the grace of God. We'll not grieve your precious spirit. Draw us again, God. Woo us by your spirit. And we shall submit, God. We shall surrender, God. We shall come away, our God. Draw us right there. A surrendering that you can take us higher. A surrendering in the spirit that you might take us higher. A surrendering of our desires in exchange for what we want, for what you want, God. A surrendering that you might draw us higher. A blocking and a breaking of everything that would try to grip us, everything that would try to open and try to hold us, God. A new place of discernment, even in the spirit, God. A new place of discernment that we'll know the difference of what is good versus what is God. The things that come sneakily to till our time, to know the difference of what is good versus what is God. Right there in the spirit, God. Discernment like never before. Sharpen our hearts. Sharpen our discernment that we can know the difference between what is good versus what is God. Help us a new place of discernment right here, God. The things that come to waste our time, the things that come to eat up our time, open up our eyes even the more that we'll know, Father, how to appropriate the time, how to prioritize our time, that nothing would trump our time with you, Father. A blocking now, block with the fire. A blocking all around about us, Father. A block, a blocking. You said, Father, that a wall of fire would be around us in the glory of the Lord in the midst of us. So we thank you for the fire around us that block those hands that reach and try to busy us, that block those things that try to intrude in our space, God, that block those things that want to eat up our time, that Block those time wasters, God. The fire of God. You set a far wall of fire around about us in the glory of the Lord in the midst of us. And we thank you now, Father, as we bow our faces back to you. 
as we turn, turn, a repenting, a turning back to the altar, a turning back to the place of prayer, a turning back unto your face, God, a turning back to your will, Father, on purpose, our will turning, turning to come back in the secret place to reveal the altars of God in our individual life, individual people. That's what make up the church, God. That's what make up the body. Every individual, let the individuals build their altars in the prayer time. Let fire, let the fire come to a blaze now, Father, in our hearts, in our lives, Father, in our homes, Father. In the name of Jesus, remove the struggle of the personal prayer life in their homes, God. And we thank you and we praise you, Father. And we bless and we honor you, our God. We magnify you for doing it. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Thank you that the altar is reconstructed now. Now help us to continue with it daily, daily, daily. In the book of Leviticus, it said that the fire should be ever burning. And it was the responsibility of the priest uh, to keep the altar uh, with the fire burning. Uh, once God released the fire from heaven, uh, it was the priest's responsibility. Uh, it is our responsibility uh, to keep the fire burning. Uh, how do we do that? Through praying, our set time of prayer, through obedience, uh, through reading of the word, uh, to staying away and coming away with God. Uh, we keep the fire, the fire, the fire burning, ever burning on our hearts, ever burning burning as we obey not only just reading the word but obeying the word living the word becoming the word the fire is burning every time you choose the word over your flesh then you put wood on the fire my god every time you choose god over the will of man then you ignite the fire even the more obedience 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 right there father in the spirit in the name of jesus and we thank you god we thank you abba Kabokosha. we thank you. We thank you for doing it, Father. We receive that this morning, not just in this time of prayer, Father, not just for the time when we are on this line, but I decree that every caller, every listener that's under the sound of my voice and even those that will listen later, that their hearts, that they'll never be the same, that the altar is being reconstructed, that the altar is being rebuilt, that they'll keep their commitment with you, God. How can we keep commitment with man. How can we be more faithful to man than to you, God? Help us to be more committed and to keep our altar, to keep our place of prayer. Help us to keep those things in order. Don't let us be more faithful to men that we see in neglect of God that made us and saved us. My God, help us right there. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. And we give you praise for it, Father, for doing it in our lives. Heal it with the blood of Jesus. Cover us by your spirit and by your power, Father. In the name of the Lord Jesus, hold us right there in that place, Father. Right there in that place in the spirit. No backsliding. There'll be no backing up. There'll be no moving back. I decree by the power of the living God that they'll go forward, that we'll advance in this place, that we'll hold our ground, that we'll continue to build the altar. We'll continue in the place of prayer. We'll continue in the place of the word, our study time, devotion time. We'll continue in the place of obedience 
to keep the flame of the fire burning, 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 a blaze in our heart, Father, in the name of Jesus, that no matter where we are on the job, no matter where we go, that our hearts are in continual prayer, a continual prayer, Father, that we pray without ceasing, God, that our spirit is all crying out to you. Our spirit is always in your face, God. No matter who is around us, we are continual. In the name of Jesus, in a place of prayer, we have learned to pray without ceasing. In the name of Jesus, spending time in the secret place of the Most High God. And we thank you for sealing us, sealing us there, Father, sealing us there by your spirit. And by your power, Father, we give you all of the praise and all of the honor, Father. We give you praise and honor for doing it. In Jesus' name, we receive it, Father, not just in word only, but we receive it indeed. We decree a change in our prayer life. We decree a change in the altars, the personal, individual altars, in the face of God. And we thank you for doing it, God. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your faithfulness unto us, God, and we shall be faithful unto you. We give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to your name, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen, amen. All right. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, We're about to receive uh, any individual prayer requests uh, that you may have. In the name of Jesus this morning, hallelujah, glory to God. Take heed, take heed, uh, just hear the Lord, take heed uh, to what he said this morning uh, to rebuild the altar. That scripture, I kept saying that in my spiritual eyes of um, <clears throat> Elijah, Elijah, I believe it's in Second King, Second King, I believe, where those altars were. No, it's actually First King, First King, chapter uh, eighteen. <clears throat> it's important that we understand that First King, verse uh, eighteen, chapter eighteen. <clears throat> uh, the altar had been torn down. The altar had been torn down. Uh, there were other idol worship and different things that were there. Amen. Let me just read that as I move into the place of praying, receiving individual prayer requests. This is important that you get this because this is the spirit of the Lord. The heart of the Lord is rebuild your personal altar. Come back. The altar, uh, as he explained this morning, is your place. You know, we have an appointment. All of us, all of you all, all of us, God has given you time uh, that he's made known to you. And if he has not asked that he reveal that to you, <clears throat> that you would come away and have your prayer time with him. For some of us, it's early in the morning. For some, it's at midnight. For some, it's in the middle of the night. For some, it's during the day. Whatever your time is, there's an appointment with God. And we don't want to be those that are more faithful to the appointment of man, mankind, than we are to the appointment with God. God has assigned a time for us, and we don't want God to be at the appointment and we're still asleep or we're doing something else. This is not condemnation. It's not, meant, it's not condemnation at all, so don't take it as that. But we don't want to have an appointment and we not be there and God is waiting. See, when we make a commitment, 
then God is faithful. He's a faithful God. But when you committed that I'm going to meet you at this time, then he's there, hallelujah, his presence. Whether we show up or not, he's there ready to meet us. Amen. And so when we move away from their time appointed, when we move away from our study time, our word time, our prayer time, that's what builds the altar. The altar is your meeting place with God. Amen. In the Old Testament, it's a type and a shadow. At the altar, they kill, you know, bulls and goats and blood was on the altar, and they brought sacrifices. But at the altar, that's what we do. When we meet with God, we crucify the deeds of the flesh. We cry out with things that is in our flesh that we know that's not of him. We bring it to the altar, to the meeting place of God. We offer sacrifices. We don't do those. Those were types and shadows. And so many times when we move away, then the altar gets broken down. Now we pray in the car on the go. Now we pray while we're doing things on the go. But the meeting place is like it's torn down. And we have to repent and come back. And we did that this morning. Come back. Come back to that meeting place in that time. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 18. Let me read that. First Kings chapter 18, Elijah, uh, verse 30. Verse 30. First Kings chapter 18, verse 30. And Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me. And all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that was broken down. That's the scripture that was in my spirit. I had to bring you to that so you all read that and see how Elijah, the prophet, began to reconstruct, reconstruct. Elijah took 12 stones. That means he dealt with, there's a lot in that prophetically, 12, it refers to governmental apostolic order. So he started with the leaders. My God, I can't go back in it. He took 12 stones. He brought the leaders. First of all, you can't lead people in prayer, lead people in anything. If you are a leader, if your altar has been torn down, God is saying, rebuild me an altar. Rebuild, rebuild, reconstruct the altar of God. I want you all to go and read that during today. Yeah, First King 18 started at verse 30. Actually, you can read the whole chapter. But the prophet came back. And he gave the word of the Lord. And the Lord is saying to us, it's his voice, rebuild the altar, reconstruct. I want you to sit things back in order. Amen. That is your foundation. That is your place, the source of your life, of your being. Out of everything that you do, it comes out of that place, from that altar. You are no stronger than your altar is. Amen. Amen. Mm. So we want to do that. And as you do that, the more you keep your appointment, then your altar when you leave, Jesus, help us, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I see uh, that our call here is uh, disconnected in the name of Jesus for uh, Facebook Amen. So uh, we'll go ahead and receive the call, uh, prayer request there for talk to uh, this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, glory to God. Are there any individual prayer requests, any individual prayer requests on talk to? Uh, we will go ahead and receive uh, those requests now in the mighty name of Jesus. I see one here that was typed in. Says, please pray that I pass my test. Father, we just come in agreement now in Jesus' name uh, for, uh, it looks like Professor D 
that please pray for my test. Father, we come in agreement now that you would give them wisdom, insight, understanding. We thank you for the grace and the anointing, the grace and the anointing, Father, in the name of Jesus, over her, Father, over this person as we go into prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, that you would make it uh, easy, bring all things to their remembrance. Father, we thank you for the favor of the Lord, eyes of their understanding, enlightened in the name of Jesus, and we give you praise and honor. Your grace, Father, is sufficient. Bring all things to remembrance. No fear. We bind fear, anxiety. Let peace come now in the flow of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen. Are there any other prayer requests? Yes, hello. Yes. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Um, my, prayer, my prayer request is about uh, dealing with my prayer life. Um, I had really started to seek God a couple of months ago, um, and then I had a scenario that happened of, like, offense. And so the relationship with the person is repaired, but it's like I can't seem to. Um, get back to the place of prayer where I was at that time. Um, and it's like God keeps showing me that, you know, my advancement in the spirit won't be so quick as, you know, other people's. So it's like my hope for, you know, rebuilding my prayer life is not there like it should be because I can't see past the fact that, you know, my advancement may not be, you know, where I want it to be in spite of rebuilding the prayer life. So I just want prayer for that. Amen, amen. We'll pray, uh, but I just sense to just say this as well. Uh, Sometimes uh, we know, just like you said, offense and things like that can short circuit. Uh, But sometimes what the enemy means for evil, God would take those things and use them for good. And sometimes when we feel like we're not where we're supposed to be, um, sometimes it is because of offense, but even beside that, Sometimes it is the Lord drawing you deeper. Um, You know, it's like I don't feel the same way I used to feel in prayer. I don't sense the same anointing I used to sense. And that sometimes can be is because the place where you were, God is no longer there. He's called you to a higher place. So you, and I hear what you're saying, but I also hear the Lord say I'm calling you to a higher place of prayer. Uh, And so that requires a press. It requires a press, you know. I could tell you that we could pray and firefall and the anointing, and yes, and God would do that. But it's going to require press because when your heart and your passion is, I want God more than anything, that it will make you on some level. You will set your clock. You will push past your flesh. You will do things that normally you would not do with your flesh crying out. And as you do that, the Lord is like celebrating, yes. That's what I was trying to get her to do. I was trying to get her to press past the norm. So, Father, right here in the name of Jesus, I sense the drawing of the Holy Ghost. And even in and even where it's 
sense that it seems like the anointing and the presence is not there. God, I sense that your presence is there even greater than what it was. But the feeling, it's like God removed the feeling. He removed the feeling because you know it's not about feeling. It's a season of walking here that you do it because you know it's right. You do it because you obey. You do it because you're following instruction and the emotion and the feeling has been removed from it. But the glory elevation 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 in a place where we thank you Father we thank you now Father for the stirring the stirring give her the timing give her her appointment give her time give her her study give her the instructions instructions mm-hmm. in the spirit in the name of Jesus instructions as she walking through now God in the place as she walking through in the place where she don't feel you in the place where she may not sense you but this is the place where she know you and in the knowing you don't have to feel in the knowing you don't have to sense another place of knowing God and every cloud be lifted now every cloud every cloud whatever that is that cloud of heaviness gloominess whatever that is we rebuke it now and we decree a lift lifting up off of her from around her in the spirit every weight be broken be destroyed now in the and every restraining force every grip that I see on your wrist be broken be broken grips right there restrainers be broken off of her now in the name of Jesus and we thank you for liberty liberty now in the spirit liberty 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 a new place of liberty 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 to flow to go to flow and to go with God to go a deeper place a higher place now higher higher no restraints now in the spirit in the name of Jesus and we thank you that it is so the blood of Jesus all around about in Jesus name amen amen hallelujah glory to God thank you Lord Jesus thank you Lord Jesus amen praise the name of the Lord all right hallelujah any other prayer request thank you woman of God I um I am requesting prayer for um my health I have a doctor's appointment Friday uh they had diagnosed me with uh my blood pressure was at stroke level and uh they have some concerns about my blood work and I go back to the doctor on Friday to get the results so I'm just requesting prayer Amen. Amen. Father, we just thank you now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that all is well. We decree that all is well in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that your will is done, that your kingdom is come on earth as it is in the heavens. And we thank you that there's no sickness, that there's no disease in heaven. 
healing is the children's bread. Father, your word says, whose report will you believe? We believe the report of the Lord in the name of Jesus. We thank you, our God. We thank you, our Father, for a good report as she goes in. Everything out of order, bring it in order. Bring it in alignment. Everything that's out of order, bring it back into place, Father, by your spirit and by your power. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, no fear no anxiety, no fear, and no anxiety, Father. In the name of Jesus, we believe your report. We thank you, Father. There'll be no misdiagnosis. We bind that in the name of Jesus. Reveal to the doctors. Show them. Reveal by your spirit and by your power. In the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Any other prayer requests? In Jesus' yes, name. Dr. Riley, would you pray for me? Just let the Holy Ghost use you. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God, for your anointing upon and around about, Father, uh, this life in Jesus' name. We decree the glory of God, the peace in the life of God. Lord, I thank you for the drawing, the drawing, the drawing in our heart, the drawing, how you're drawing by your spirit and by your power. Draw into a new place, into a new dimension, Father. I thank you, Father God, that you are drawing us from glory to glory and strength to strength, depth to depth and height to height, Father. Open up the eyes of the understanding, enlightenment like never before, enlightenment, Father. Even in the prayer place, in the prayer closet, Holy Ghost fire, even boldness, Father. Order the steps, steps of a good man, ordered and directed of the Lord. Order steps, Father, all throughout the day as they go, order, directed of you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Anything that's up before you, give instructions, give direction, lead and God by your spirit and by your power and we thank you our God we thank you we thank you for doing that we thank you that it is so father in the mighty name of Jesus we do pray hallelujah glory 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 to your name father thank you father we give you praise and we give you honor in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. All right, God bless you. Any other, amen, any other prayer requests? Good morning, amen. Dr. Good morning. Um, I'm Sister Something you said was so powerful. Everything said was powerful, but it was so fitting for my situation. And I need prayer for wisdom on how to handle it. You talked about how... Um, when you have walked in your places of assignment, the glory is an overflow. The glory will provoke jealousy. Yeah. And on the leader, it will provoke jealousy. And I'm dealing with some demons who just, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, I'm dealing with some spirits, I should say, spirits, spirits that are just like, it's like a copycat thing. It's kind of like, well, if I do what she does, then I'm doing the will of God. But it was just like you said. It's like your assigned place is not my assigned place, and somebody else's assigned place is not somebody else's assigned place. And we're supposed to strengthen one another and be helpers one to another, not I'm going to study what she does, and if I do what she does, then I got glory. The glory only comes from God. 
And I have walked in my regular assignment since like 2001, and now God is taking me to a next level. People see it, and there's assistance, but there's also this jealousy that I don't know how to handle. Okay. That's my prayer. And then plus now, I woke up yesterday, and my back hurts. And I was like, this is crazy. It's like I put back on my body, you know. Cause, and I went to my doctor and everything, and, and he he um told me to use some ice, use some heat, and I did all that. But I'm going to use some pressure, too. So that's just what mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> Okay. So just a couple of things uh, very quickly. Um, the... Um, as far as people uh, duplicating, uh, you know, sometimes when people are, let me say this, preface it first, sometimes when people are um, coming up in the things of God, you know, it's just like children, if I can make it like that. So there, there's two areas there. You know, there may be people that just have a copycat type of spirit, but there may be people that they are babes in Christ, and they are learning the things of God. And just like your children imitate you, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and so the Bible even talks about that, to be followers. followers. Uh, you know, you can follow the leaders as they follow Christ. And so there may be a season of people that don't know. They are learning. And so they see that that's on your life, and so they may imitate that. But they should not, just like a little child should not spend their whole Life as they're growing, there's a time when they do that where they're still trying to do exactly what mom and dad is doing. There has to come a time where they come into their own. And so even in the body of Christ and in churches or people that may be around, you'll see that imitation for a short season until they really identify who they are. They come into who they are. So don't let that irritate you so much because even as you see that, so when you talk to them, just, okay, that's good, but what did the Lord say to you? So you would have to show them that God will talk to you just like he talked to me. I'm no different than you. Uh, so it's part of a teaching. Uh, but if someone is just a mocking type of spirit in jealousy, you can bind that. You can take authority over that in prayer, not with the same person face-to-face, but in the time of prayer. Just plead the blood of Jesus and bind and take authority over any mocking or copycat-type spirit and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal to them their purpose, their call, and their assignment. Okay? Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, uh, for the woman of God, for her place and position in the body of Christ, Father, even the sphere of influence on her job that you've given her. Father, I thank you for the grace that is upon her life. I thank you, Father, that you open up her eyes even the more to see, to know how to handle those people that are around about her. I thank you for the peace of God on the job. I thank you, Father, for those that are viewing and watching her life. God, your word said that we are living epistles and we are read among men. So there are people that are reading her life. Some are reading to learn, but some are reading to judge. Father, you deal with those that are judging. Father, but those that are reading to learn, help them in the spirit. Let the grace of God rest upon them. Draw them by your spirit and by your power. Father, we thank you for your healing virtue, your healing fire in her life, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, heal every pain, uh, every muscle uh, whatever that is that deal with the pulling of the muscle or, 
uh, injury of a muscle from a turn, heal that. Let healing fires go deep now in the muscle in the back to bring correction, make heal, make whole by your spirit and by your power. And we decree that to be so now. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. All right. All right. Yes, you're welcome. God bless you all. Uh, We can take one more call if there's some urgent prayer request, but we're about to end the call. Or Is there one more prayer request before I end? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. That's all. Amen. Father, we just thank you now, Father, for your healing virtue, healing fires, your word. We know is word. your word is true. Father, you watch over your words to perform them. Your words don't return void. You say healing is the children's bread. You say you wish above all things that we might prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. Jesus bore our sin, sickness, and disease. If Jesus bore it, then she don't have to bear it. Father, we thank you that you said you would not put sickness among us, Father. Jehovah Rapha, you are the Lord God that healeth thee. You take sickness from the midst of us. So, Father, I thank you now for your healing virtue, your healing fires in that body, Holy Ghost fire, from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Bring in order. Bring in alignment. Everything out of order. Everything out of alignment. Bring it back into alignment in the mighty name of Jesus. And we praise you and we bless you and we honor you, Father, and decree it to be so now in the mighty name of Jesus. Peace be still all over her life. Peace, peace to the body. Peace, even in the bloodstream, the vessels. Peace in every part of her being, God. Be made whole now in the mighty name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen, amen. All right. Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Thank you again uh, for joining uh, us as you all do faithfully. Uh, We'll be back on the talk shoe call on Friday morning. Friday morning uh, between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m. We're on the talk shoe Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. The Facebook call got cut off. My phone just went totally out. So for those that are on uh, Facebook, they are not on. uh, But, of course, those that are on know that we are on Facebook audio Mondays and Wednesdays between the hours of 4 and 6 a.m. Amen, amen. And also an announcement that we will be in uh, the West Memphis uh, area church, uh, um, what is it, Uh, Jesus, Uh, I can't even think of the name of the church. It's on my flyer and on my uh, timeline in West Memphis uh, with Apostle um, Davis and First Lady Davis. um, the um, move, uh, Jesus, don't let me mispronounce that. Y'all have to forgive me, Jesus, but it is on my timeline. It's in West Memphis. It is Apostle Davis and First Lady Davis moving with the cloud. It's the women's conference, women's conference, and that's going to be Thursday and Friday night, Thursday and Friday night, uh, starting at 7 p.m., and then also on Sunday morning we'll be in the Frazier area uh, at um, uh, Pastor Tommy Brown Church on Sunday morning at 11 a.m. Amen, amen. All right, God bless all of you all. Pray that you have an awesome day and week, and we will join you again on next uh, Monday on the audio uh, Facebook call and then on this Friday for Talk to You. Have a blessed day. God bless.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.